Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all ready? Uh, let's go. Welcome. This is Michael Collier's world. Started on Venice Beach, now he reaching the world. He'll make you laugh till your stomach hurts. Super fly, nice guy. And pray if you need the word. While he dressed to the night. Come on, get ready for the star search winner. An OG three times. This ain't no beginner. Whether you in your house, you want your burger out to dinner. On your job, in your car, turn it up. It's a remember. Michael Collier. Michael talks to everybody. Michael Collier. Michael talks to everybody. Michael Collier. Michael talks to everybody. You know what it is, shawty. Woo, 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 hey. Hey, y'all, Michael talks to everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome, 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 welcome. I hope you're having a supercalifragilisticexpialidocious kind of day. A lady on the airplane uh, day before yesterday actually did it backwards. She said, I said, but you can't do it backwards. I said, I bet you can't either. And she did it. She said her father taught her when she was younger. But anyway, we here, y'all, because Mike talked to everybody. And we talked about everything. And today, uh, the topic is you got to be more careful. You ever hear that before? You got to be more You got to be more careful. But the topic, actually, the subject is how we need to be careful so we don't keep getting knocked off in the street. Most people get killed in the street because they don't even see it coming, man. They ain't paying no attention. Mm-hmm. They just walking. Do, 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 do. Somebody come out, hit them in the head. Um, I don't believe in being frightened or scared out there, but I'm big on caution. You know, so it's like basic things that I I tell people to do. Like if it's late at night, I don't walk on the sidewalk if the sidewalks are dark. I walk down the street. You know, uh, if I'm driving the car and officer friendly, 
hits me with the lights, this is my safety. I'm being careful. I'm not pulling over on the dark street. I'm going to flash all my lights, but I'm going to drive till I get to a well-lit gas station or 7-Eleven. So if they do something to me, it's going to be some witnesses. Uh, one thing was, this is a pet peeve for me, is when people come towards the door and they get, uh, they're talking on, on the phone uh, as they're walking up to the door. It's dangerous for them and everybody in the house because that's how people do push-ins. Because when you're on your phone, you ain't paying attention. And people sitting there waiting to catch you off guard so they can do that push-in and come to your house. I hate it when they do that. My ex did it all the time. And I finally, I would have to scream out, don't come through that motherfucking door with that phone. And she said, you're embarrassed. My friends heard that. What God, don't come through that fucking door with that phone on. So certain things you could do. You know, like I don't I don't let down my window and talk to strangers when I'm driving. I got carjacked, and I I, I I I learned that one. I did that one. I learned that one. So gets to be more careful. What things can we do to make our lives a little safer by being aware and alert of what's going on around us? And today, my two co-hosts, two of my roadies, these are folks, these are folks I work with, man. They're so good. They're funny. They're smart. Um, first of all, the lovely uh, the Persian black queen. Her name is Ashley Gale. Miss Ashley Gale, how you doing? Welcome, What's welcome. What's going on? Let's get into it because you got to be more careful. <laughs> you have a lovely voice and your face is even finer. I can't Aww. wait till people see you out there. Oh, you're great. You're great. <laughs> and also a great, I always talk about the kings of comedy. Every time somebody funny, get a show, then all of a sudden they have become the king of comedy. Anybody never called Flip Wilson a king? He was brilliant. So many great comics are getting a, 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 well, some people. Oh, like, they should be calling Richard Pryor the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. If somebody's a living king of comedy, so since everybody else could do, I'm gonna do it right now. This guy has not been officiated. He's one of them kings because the boy is so sharp. He's smart. He's funny on top of all this. And you'll find out. You'll hear him. Get your hands together for our our guy Cletus Cassidy. We hear y'all. Oh, listen, I thought you had invited somebody else on the show. I, like, <laughs> I told you he is great with it. He'd be like, "Why yes. introduce me, man?" I, I'm, <laughs> Man, Mike, well, yeah. you gotta you gotta consider yourself like I, I know you I know you may want to be playing the humble role, man, but you gotta put yourself up there, man. Yeah. Just just your rise to oh, where I, you are. I believe that, but I just believe I'm a king. I right. don't know if I'm a king of comedy. I just think I'm a king. That I come from greatness. I think we all have, but we have to claim it and own it and try to rock it. You know, like we mean it. You know, but I, and when it comes to comedy, yeah, I think I can stand with anybody else. Matter of fact, I know. I can stand with anybody else who does this. We we just did a show and they had somebody supposed to be, I was supposed to be the headliner, but they decided to put a new headliner on. Mm. And they, they shouldn't have done it. Ain't a whole lot of people can follow me now. Uh-uh. Now, if you give me 30 minutes, give me 22, man, you're going to have to come with all your goods. So, yeah. yeah anyway, enough about me. More about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that though. Mike. Like we gotta do one of those. I know you've done you we've had amazing episodes of the show that that I wasn't invited on, but you had Earthquake <laughs> on, you had T I on. I know you talked about comedy Shady. with those man. But you 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 right there, man. That, that that's what I'm talking about. Like even comedians gotta know when they got to be more careful. Like that's one of those situations. As a comedian, you got to be careful who you ask to go after. Yeah, like yeah. you got you got to be careful. Like people, people let that ego. So a lot of outsiders. There's a lot of things I love to teach people outside of the genre mm-hmm. of comedy to help them understand. Even when they're trying to book, like 
um, when you try to book somebody, let me explain something to people. When you ask somebody to do 30 minutes of comedy, that's an mm-hmm. entire television show. Like people don't understand that they're asking you to come do a TV show. You got to pay me as I'm doing a TV show. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? When, when somebody wants you to come do a whole hour, that is typically the specials that you see recorded, those movies. That's usually an right. hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what you ask somebody to come to your club or your event to do. You need to pay them as such. You got to be more careful when you're approaching these. <laughs> you got to be more careful accepting some of these gigs. So I think that was important what you said. But comics are some of the, I've met, a lot of the comics that i met are some of the most insecure people in the world. You think they're secure, but a mm-hmm. lot of them are insecure. Um, I tell people all the time as a comic, you can get more work being mediocre than you can be really good. Mediocre right. comics get a lot of work because guys will be like, hey, man, I'll take him because he's not going to make me work. They don't feel threatened. Yeah, at the top. Don't feel yeah. threatened. So uh. good comics, you're a good comic, really good. People don't want to work with you. But There's I'm going to try to, I, 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 I try to spin this back, though, too. Personal safety, though. Personal safety. Your, your, your woman. Oh, not just work safety. Your man. Yeah. No, just people in the street. How you, I mean, people get knocked off, man. People yeah, killed. People getting robbed. They getting carjacked. You know, I'm t- I, the, the topic we want to we want to talk about. How do you be more careful in how you make it from your house back in the day? You know, some a lot of people leave the house don't ever get back because they weren't careful. You know, they find themselves in a situation where if they thought a little different or if they didn't go down a certain street or if they didn't stay in the room. I remember once uh, there's a drummer. I can't think of his brother's name, but he used <laughs> to be married. Huh? Mickey Figgy? No, but I know he, he used to be married to um ah to one of the actresses from a different world. Ah, I cannot think of her name. Huh? No, the really beautiful dark actress who does all these different characters. Oh, Dawn? No, not it's not Oh, you talking about the girl the young lady that played Kim? Mm-mm. No. Yes. No. 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 Okay. I have to come back to her. I come back to her. And second time, when I think of it, I'll come back to it. But her ex-man and I both pulled up to 7-Eleven at the same time. And he, he had let us wonder down. He was a, he's a, he was a, he was a real famous drummer. Uh, Phyllis Yvonne Stickney. That's who you meant? That's who you meant? Yep. Phyllis Yvonne Stickney. Great friend, great actress, powerful. And her, her ex-man played drums. And we both pulled up. It must have been 1 o'clock in the morning, 7-Eleven. And we pulled up, and we were talking from car to car. The windows was down. We just started talking. We saw a guy come from around the corner and walk in the 7-Eleven and he had a bag in his hand. It was a brown bag. But you could tell the way he holding the bag, there was a gun in the bag. And we both looked at that, looked at each other, looked at him, and we just, yep, we just rolled slowly, bagged out and went up across the street, sat in the car and watched the dude rob the joint. You know? Mm. And had we not paid attention, if we hadn't seen them coming, we'd have been talking, got out of the car, la da da let's go in and get us a soda, and we'd have been in the middle of a robbery as well. It, it didn't turn violent, thank God. God got what he wanted, got out the store. But what can we do to be more careful? Like my doors at my house, I got locks on all my doors. I'm not in here scared. It's not barricaded. I don't have bars except on the door. But I have locks. I have alarms, and I got a big old dog. His head about big as anybody you know. Yeah, she's 136 pounds. She'll jump through that glass and kill you and everybody. So I want to have security. I don't want people to feel, you know, like feel like you got to be scared and hang in your house. But when you're home, you want to be secure. Like, 
I don't, what's that? I don't, um, at nighttime, I want to close my blinds and the curtains. I don't think you should leave that stuff open. I do. I don't think your house should be lit at night and people can stand outside and look in your window. Mm. That, to me, that's a a lack of security. That's the African-American in you too, Michael. What Mm -hmm. is that? What, that, what is that? Closing those blinds and windows. Our, our Caucasoid brethren, they, they believe in leaving those windows open. You can see oh. from the front of their house all the way to the back. They they don't care. The I'll black in houses like that, too. I'll be seeing the house where I'm driving back and looking at the window, go straight out the back. Mine, too, if my windows are open. You can look in one area, see through the front, see out the back. But at night, mm, I'm not comfortable with that. So what, um, Ashley, what things could could you think of to help a person safely get back home? I think people are getting to the point where they're getting too comfortable. Uh, You should always be aware of your surroundings. And to kind of speak on what Cleta said, when you from the hood, you, you know, you got, listen, growing up in the hood, I had to have the most amazing fun. Okay. But I mm-hmm. had to be aware of my surroundings because bullets can get to flying at any moment. Come on. Uh, so a, a drug addict could come up on you. Rapists, mm-hmm. anything could just come up, snatch you. You know, you had kidnappers that was riding around in vans and stuff. They were scaring us. Mm-hmm. So you had to be aware of all of this while still being a kid and having fun. So, like, I just... The, the idea that people are getting too comfortable in their surroundings. They say most car accidents happen within five minutes of your home. Of your home. So yeah. that's just showing that your level you of your level of comfort is coming down because you're you're laxing more. Yeah. Right. So you're secure. Right. But yeah. it's like you gotta know that you have to be consciously aware of your surroundings on a regular yeah. basis. You got to know that you got to watch where you're going. But like if I if I step out my yeah. house, I see the whole circle from outdoor, from my house from one end of the house to the other. I walk out and I look, so I see everything on the street. Right. I see every car, every person moving. I'm not there looking like, oh my god, let me look. Nah. No, but I'm glancing, casually glancing to make sure I see everybody. If somebody's just sitting in the car, yeah, looking at my spot. I, my home's in the middle of the block. I don't yeah. care where y'all on the block. I can see if you're just sitting there case of a joint or not. I mean, I haven't seen anybody ever do that, but I can see that. And I think that's how you have to walk. You should walk yeah. out your house really being aware of what's in your peripheral, who's coming, who's walking by you. Go ahead. Yeah, I think uh, I, during Christmas, they had something coming out saying to be careful because someone was portraying to be a delivery carrier and they would knock on the door saying you have a, a package and the person would be like, oh, okay. They would just open the door to grab the package. But the minute they opened the door, like several people would swarm in and just kind of barge their way into the house. It's like you have wow. the security of the camera being there, but you're still so comfortable in your own surroundings that you're just going to open the door wide. And you know, you got, it's Christmas. You got all this valuable stuff in your house, you know, whether it's Christmas or not. And of course it's mm-hmm. Christmas. And now they know that you're expecting packages and that you're buying and you're purchasing. So you've become a complete target just by being comfortable. You should never be that comfortable where you let down your mm-hmm. guard to where somebody can get into your home space. There was another incident where the ring camera caught mm-hmm. a, a man that was knocking on the door and the husband wasn't home. He watched her go in the house, close the door, lock the door. He's knocking on the door, babbling. He might have been drunk, incoherent at some point. He's knocking on the door. The husband sees it, 
from the camera on his app or the wife calls and says, hey, this guy is outside of our door. So he gets on the ring and he says, can I help you? He said, well, the man at the door says, well, I I wanted to open the door. He said, why would you want us to open the door? He said, because I want to get in there and I want to rape and kill her. He said, yes, he literally said it. Wow. And then he said, we've already called the police. You might as well just back away from the door. So the guy goes across the street and they were able to catch him because he literally sat across the street waiting for an opportunity for her to come out. And so it's like. Did he know her? No. Why was he stalking her? Like he that? followed her. He followed her. He watched her going inside of her house. And that's what happened. And as a woman, See? as a single woman with children, I'm always aware of my surroundings. Like I could go for a walk and I know who's around me. And you should see and you know what I mean? following you. You should be looking. Yes, you should. If there's yes, a pattern you absolutely that, should. You know, yeah. Um, I got I gotta tell a story. Let's, uh, and for, we're gonna go to a break. I'll tell it right after the break. Were you about to say something, Nick Lee? No, I was just I was just agreeing with you. I hadn't oh, I hadn't said anything. I'm gonna be careful too. I, I, tell you, I, I, tell you, I got carjacked. And I got carjacked and I, I lost uh, I think eight thousand seven hundred forty three dollars some change it was a slow night but i i'll tell you how i got out of it um it was two guys walked up to the car you know i stopped at the light because the light was red you know and a brother walking up to the car you know and i'm thinking he homeless or something so i pull out a couple of dollars to hand him i let the window down he pulled out a nine millimeter and said i don't want your change partner open up the door let my friend in Ooh. so i and you're going to have to swallow that and spit that out. You can't keep rolling that around like that now. That's nasty. Okay, anyway, so, <laughs> so, he, so he said, man, get out the car. My, you know, my, let my partner in. Open the door. He said, open the door and let my partner in. I looked over. The motherfucker had a partner. So on the other side. So your, your first thought would be, man, why don't you just take off? Okay, you don't want to you don't want to take off. So you, you got to go to a break right now? Okay, we got to go to a break right now. We got to sell this stuff this moment. So we're going to go to a break because it's such a good story. I, I'm Okay, oh, I know you waited with baby breath. You want to know what happened next? Did I live? Okay, we'll be right back. It's Michael <laughs> Talks to Everybody. I'm here today with Ashley Gale and Cletus Cassidy. And we're telling you, telling you, man, you want to be all right? You got to be more careful. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, 
Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, and we're back. Ignore this chicken. This chicken don't have nothing to do with it. Hey. I'm your boy, Michael Kaya, and we're black. It is. And we ain't just black, though. We have people on the show mm-hmm. who are almost black. And you ain't but chicken anyway. either. You ain't chicken, even though you're about to tell the story that's about to scare a few people. Because, you ain't chicken either. Because, oh, no, it's a heck of a story. Heck of a story. So anyway, the guy comes along. If you guys was here earlier, I was telling a little story about how I got carjacked. And all this stuff is important, important, important stuff to remember mm-hmm. in case you get accosted. Okay, so the guy got the drop on me. You don't want mm-hmm. people to get a drop on you. So the one thing I learned from that, you can't walk up to me in the street at night no more. You can't, especially up to my car. I'm already right about that. that. But I was being open, let the window down, trying to help brother. Anyway, he pulled the gun. So people say, why didn't you just hit the gas? And if you if you just coming in on this, I stopped at a stoplight at a corner, Cadillac and La Cienica. La Cienica and Cadillac. That's right here in Los Angeles, where it's one of the most well-lit corners 
in America is also one of the most dangerous. It's kind of corner where if the police walked up there and caught you and you didn't have a pistol, they give you one. So mm. I stopped there because I was trying to, you know, get on that freeway. So I stopped there and the guy walks up. They 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 give me he said, man, let, get, let my partner in the car. You would think you hit the gas, but let me tell you something, man. You'll get shot four times. Pow, 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 before you make it through the intersection if he's already got the drop on you. When mm-hmm. people have the drop on you, the thing to do is calm down and pay attention. Who is the strongest? He who controls his passion. Mm-hmm. If you get excited or too nervous, you're going to make mistakes. It's going to get you killed. Calm down. Okay, so so you see him. I'm going to get a gun to my head. Okay, all he wanted is his partner to, to, to get in the car. They're going to take a ride. Come on, get in the car. I'm driving. So his partner get in the front seat. He jumped the back seat, puts the pistol on the back of the back seat, and says, go to the 10th freeway, you know, which was cool because that's where I usually go home. I take La Siena to right. the 10th. Right, maybe you just I need to ride, huh? You could just you ask. No, it's a big see. city. Anyway, right. I get on, on the 10th freeway, and we're just going back and forth. One exit, Cletus, getting off and coming back. What does that he mean? He ain't got nowhere to go. He don't know who he is. He lost. Let me tell you something, man. If you don't, if you don't kidnap somebody, you should kidnap the person after you make the plan. Don't don't kidnap them first and then make the plan. Make the plan, then you kidnap the kidnapping. Kidnapping. He ain't made episode. no plans. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So anyway, the guy, they 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 both get in the car. We're going back and forth. They don't really know where they're going. They said, come off from Crenshaw. Crenshaw's the center of South Central. And then we go down to uh, the West Angeles Church of God and Christ right next to Burger King. And they pull me out of the car. Okay, so we they say, get out the car. Uh, they start snatching jewels and stuff. They take all my stuff. They, wanna, they want me to get in the trunk. Okay. Ah? I don't get in the trunk. Okay, let me tell you something. I've seen 15 movies where people get in the trunk. I ain't never seen the movie. When they get out the trunk. Sometimes you might have to go crazy. You got to be more careful. Sometimes you might have to flip out and act like you're crazier than your pursuer to get away. And I'll tell you something else about a gun. Sometimes you might want to break and run. Because, see, people nervous at 3 o'clock in the morning with a gun. That's what time it was. 3 o'clock in the morning. They trembling already. And an inch of one, like one-eighth of an inch is a long distance for shooting a gun. So you could be aiming at somebody. And if you just off at one, like an eighth of an inch, you shoot way, way over the other way. So you got a chance. If somebody pull a gun on you, if you can get a, a moment to break, if, if they talking about come, come get in this alley, come get in this garage, uh, get in my trunk, you're going to have to do something. Mm-hmm. I would say take off running. But if you run, <laughs> run with your head down and your ass up because you can take four shots in the ass. You can't take but one in the head. Okay, anyway, uh, but they get me out the car, man. I end up having to wrestle with them with this gun, brother. You know, and they didn't expect that. You know, once I grabbed his hands, the the I was only look. It was two brothers and one good. Okay, so that mm-hmm. means it was really only one fella there. The other guy must have been there just to observe. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm mm-hmm. wrestling with the guy with the gun. The gun goes off. Pow! So the first guy take off running. Take off running. Yeah. Second guy's really nervous, but we still wrestling with his gun. And I did the only thing that a man, and I Sounds mean a real so man, Cletus, could do at the point of the, I bit him. Yeah, I bit that thumb <laughs> like it was a tootsie roll. That dude screamed out like a little girl, ah, ah, and let the gun go and took off running. Brother, I got the gun. I got a leather jacket, a suede jacket, and I was chasing him, but the gun was jammed. These were some low-rent-ass stick-up men. They had a fat bullet in there, a hollow point. But the point is, mm-hmm. what saved me was paying attention. When they came, instead of panicking, I calmed down. 
when they got on the freeway and kept going back and forth, I realized that they don't know where they are. I'm calming down more. Every mistake they make is making me a little stronger because I'm calming down and paying attention. And then they did the stupidest thing, let me out the car. Let me tell y'all something. You don't know. You might, you might fall on bad times, hard times. You might have to kidnap a motherfucker. Let me tell you this. If you <laughs> got to kidnap a motherfucker, pistol whip him first. Mm-hmm. Before you put him in the trunk. Don't give him, he, don't give him ideas, you know Michael. Don't, don't give him the ideas. Oh, okay. Anyway, so Michael, also, saying, duct tape. Duct tape. What is wrong with you? Cannot kidnap without duct tape, Ashley. No, they they weren't even properly prepared. They didn't have all the tools. All the tools. You out here trying um, to use this masking tape? You can't do that. You gotta have duct tape. You can't have a tape that you got presence with. We make light of such a thing, but it's happening every day. They grabbing people right out of their car. Women, young women. They can kidnap right they call female trafficking. All this stuff is going on. It is a, da- a dangerous time. Now, I'm a man of God, so I'm not walking around with no fear. But I'm walking around with caution. This one mistake can end, end your life, man. Mm-hmm. So you got to be more careful. Has to Clean be more what, careful. So, I think yeah. you should have been more careful. That. Thank Correct. goodness you survived. There was a lot of craziness in I there. Was, I, was getting, I was getting high things. back then. I was getting high and I was stupid. Oh, I'm you fine. had that mojo uh, bravery. I got yeah, you. Yeah, there's I got a couple you. of things that, I, that I've <laughs> taken away from this. First of all, mm-hmm. it's always three of us whenever I leave the house. There's always three of us, mm-hmm. uh, Michael. I'm never alone. There's there's two other, there's two men with me, Smith really? and Wesson. Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> they come with me wherever I go. Are you yeah. in a carry state? Yeah, yeah, we're in open carry state. All right, so all right, go ahead. So you can you can do that uh, here. So that's the first thing. Uh, second thing is, uh, Michael, I'm protected from kidnapping. Um, a lot of people may not know this, but um, each pound you gain is actually a percentage <laughs> down on your. <laughs> um, so I I would have to be adult now. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> what not about that? What about that? Uh, uh, what is it? Tashina Arnold that was talking about when she was in a Uber, and the guy was no. trying to kidnap her. No, I didn't, I, know I didn't that. hear that. Oh my god! Y'all gonna have me pull up a clip on y'all? Well, she, she was literally got to be more careful. She was like, he was trying to kidnap me. It was a big joke about it because they were actually laughing at her because they was like, don't nobody want you. But she was serious. What? She was literally like they were trying to, you know, tra- get her into the woman trafficking whole situation. She was like, he was really trying to kidnap wow. her. First of all, Tashina was, she was just making that up. She's well out of uh, human trafficking age. Now, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that milk's gone bad, okay? That, she said just... she was, they they had it in a car. He was just going to take it in the car. I think she said she jumped out and rolled out I the car. I got to speak up for my girl Tashina, though, because she a bad mama jamma. You yeah, know, she, but she's also She's older. definitely kidnappable. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I would take her on a date. Now, right. here's the thing. So outside <laughs> of that, uh, my weight is up. Second of all, you know what's crazy? Uber has really gotten dangerous. I was talking to my mm-hmm. Uber driver when I was in D.C., and um, they're now all installing cameras uh, mm-hmm. because they're carjacking the Uber drivers now, yeah. which is bananas. Yeah. Um, but I think what Ashley said is one of the things we definitely have to make sure we're aware of our surroundings. I think your hood sense takes over wherever you are. And because I grew up in a bad neighborhood here, I can go anywhere. Like, I've been to some of the areas, Chicago, Brooklyn, all of these places, even right. in L.A., um, because I tell people, I know L.A. has to be dangerous for white people. Because if you are in L.A. 
um, and Michael, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're in, in I think it's downtown LA, you have the casino, then you have SoFi where the Rams play. Right, right next to that is the LA Forum. Right. Um, and then you go like two blocks, you take like a left and a right, and you're right where Nipsey got shot. Mm-hmm. Like it's right, right there. It's, it's, well, I, well, yeah, I'll, care, I'll correct you. It's spread out a little bit more than that. It is spread out. But it's bit. close, though. It's but, close. Yeah, but all of it, right? All of it is in, in quick getting two distance. Correct. Twenty minutes. And so, like, if you're a range. tourist, you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, I'm good. I'm down here where, where you know, this got to be the tourism the center, stadium, and all of that is, yeah. No, but you got to have your hood sense. Like I was, I was riding around, and my hood sense kicked in right when I hit right there. Uh, I- no, that's not an area that when you get there, you think it's a tourist area. Like it, yeah, it over by SoFi and stuff. Over by SoFi and stuff. I don't know. It still I, look I, a little no, questionable well, to me. SoFi is Inglewood. It's a neighborhood I lived in for the last six years. And all those three old stadiums, they're all right next to each other. It's pretty ritzy right now there. You know? Yeah, right now. But yeah, so yeah, like right because there. Because of building that. They yeah. brought all this money and commerce into that area. You could tell white folks moving in because they start putting trees in the middle of the street. It's yep, right down the middle street. They put trees. We said, okay, white folks moving in. Gentrified. You know, so, so they need their trees. Yeah, so they definitely got to, um, and they need different trees than black people need. Mm-hmm. Black people need their trees too, but it's a different kind of tree. Um, oh. um, But you always have to be aware of your surroundings. And I preach mm-hmm. it for women, women being aware of their surroundings. I just put my daughter through a test the other day. We went to a corner store here, and this is in Virginia, and our game game problem is getting bad. Nowhere near what mm-hmm. it is been in like LA or whatever. But um, we go in the corner store, and when we came out, I asked my daughter, I said, Man, how many guns did that guy have on? And my daughter was like, What are you talking about? I said, dude, dressed in all red, got how many guns did he have on? She's like, I ain't see none. I said, Nala, like he had three guns on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. so I and she's getting ready to go to college. So what I'm trying to express to her is if you see a dude Dressing all red with three guns on him. I just need you to go in a different store. Yeah, just doesn't necessarily mean that he's there to rob the store. But if you feel the need that you got to be out with three guns, there's something that you've done wrong in life. Somebody chasing you. Yeah, you got to be prepared for it coming. I need her to not be in that area because that's who ends up getting killed a lot of the times. Is I don't know what that was. The moose? No, that was that was gas. I was at uh, Taco Bell earlier. I had a double burrito special <laughs> with that that special sauce. You know, um, the second burrito is the one that puts you over the top, Mike. You've got to be more careful. You know, got to one. be more careful. It, it, it just the second when you went too far. Care. When you get to the second one, you went too far. Listen, yeah. What I'm getting out of all this, first of all, you got to be aware of your circumstances. You're going to be careful. You got to be more careful, y'all. All y'all got to be more careful. It's about preserving life, man. That's what it's about right now. Because people out here, and they desperate. They mm-hmm. scared. And when people ain't got something, they're going to come and try to take yours. It ain't even personal. Mm-hmm. You got to keep your eyes open. So you got to be aware of your circumstances. You got to, I think you should carry flashlights. I got flashlights in all my cars. And I got flashlights in like four different Not a gun. Nope, 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 I'm not nope. carrying no guns. Nope, uh, I'm not nope. carrying no guns, but I got two dudes with me who will do something to you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You said no nope to what? Nope. Nope. Got to have a flashlight. Let me nope. tell you, sometime I, I'll be walking down the street and be uncomfortable because something across the street. And I'll put the flashlight on it. And it'll look up at me and walk the other way. Or the person that looked the other way or look, what was he doing with a flashlight? It almost feels like you have an authority. You got something in your hand. And I, I think you can sometimes use it as a deterrent of somebody walking up to you. But all right, go ahead. You mm-hmm. said first time of becoming an old man is when you start enjoying flashlights. 
Like, <laughs> oh, old man. Old man and babies. You old keep saying, old man, you look way older than me. I, you and need I to do, look in the I, mirror. You look, I got 20 years on you and I look younger than you. So we I, need to talk to you about what you eating. Well, well, uh, her name's Tanya. Um, oh, second of all. I know Tanya. She walks with a gym. Got a patch on the left eye. Nice that lady. is her. That is her. Yeah. She gets around. Now Scary. I understand. I now understand. Oh okay, boy. wait. We the producer keeps telling us to wrap it up. Wait, wait. Before we wrap it up, okay. You gotta be more sur- aware of your surroundings. I'm telling you, carrying a flashlight is gonna save your behind. Uh, pay attention. Keep your eyes open. When I get in the car, I lock all the doors immediately. I don't give a damn if I'm in some place. I'm the only one out there. I don't see no other cars. It's just instinctual for me. I just teach myself to do it. As soon as I get in, lock the door. Some people will be laying in the cut waiting for you to just get in your car and fiddle. Because people get in the car, fiddling on me, and you ain't locked the door. And they'll come right up, snatch the door open, and that's that's your behind. Not that they can't shoot through the glass, but I think you have a better way of defending yourself. If you come right out, lock the door. Look all the way around when you exit any place so you can see in every direction what's going on. You ain't got to be looking like you're terrified. Just casually glance around and see who is where, you know. And if you got a phone, keep your phone always ready so you can call somebody. If you need some help, call somebody quick, man. Don't play around. If you had to do 911, call them. Sometimes be your brother down the street. You need to call them. Be prepared. Guys, I'm going to need your final words as we wrap it up on you got to be more careful right here on Michael Talk to Everybody. Well, I just, I guess I stopped because it's that pause again. Uh, You know, I have a solution. I have a solution. Mm. Here's a solution. I think you should scare the shit out of your kids and your parents every chance Mm. you get while you're in the house. Because I know people be like, why would you do that? I'm telling you, it makes them think about what's around the corner. And that stuff becomes unconscious Mm. if you do it long enough. I'm always for a good scare. I'd be ready to punch my kids and... And it teaches them how to duck and dodge, too. Because I'm telling you, I come in with a combo and they be like, shoo, shoo, you know. <laughs> so, so how do you I, scare them? How do you scare them? Oh, I get them good. They be, I wait till they all in a TikTok and stuff. And I come in a room and I, you know, do a big growl or I oh, shut the nice. lights off. Or, okay. You know what I mean? Hit the door a couple of times, get them all like, you know. Oh, are they coming around the corner? I know they coming or their back is turned and I stand close up on them and they turn around and I go, Argh! and they're like, oh, you know. So it makes them be more aware of their surroundings, okay. and you know it, it keeps you it keeps you on your toes. You got to do a little something. You got to you got to do something. You know what I mean? That's how yeah. we used to have to do it. I mm-hmm. mean, I I had a little bit more than that. I had you know we watching a nice movie or something, and all of a sudden it's a gun out and they're shooting the place up, and you know. You, you, Welcome you, to Chirac. Yeah, you know that's just what it is. But that's what it was in Chocolate City back in the day, and mm. now that they gentrifying everywhere, everybody getting comfortable. See. They ain't ready. So you got to get them ready another way. So that's my solution. And, you know, uh, I never heard of that statement. Got to be more careful until I I got with uh, my late husband. His uh, godmother used to say it all the time. She said, got to be more careful. Because it sounded like she going to say, God damn it. She said, got to be more careful. Be more careful. Yeah. That's how I would hear it, too. That's how I would hear it. Mostly in like 60s and 70s. Yes. And they put an S on it. You got to be more careful. Mr. get us out of here, man. We got about three minutes on this wrap-up. What did you come away with? Oh, man, this? three minutes. That's enough for me to do it twice. Um, <laughs> huh? First and foremost, man, listen, anytime you're out in the streets and you're doing whatever you want to do, man, make sure you're aware and make sure you have plans. 
One of the things that I tell people is know where your exits are, know how to get in and out of places, know where you're going, what kind of place it is. Kind of know ahead if you're going into a neighborhood, know what kind of neighborhood it is so that you can have your um your your your, your awareness heightened. But definitely, man, when I go places, I tell my daughter all the time, know where the exits are, know how to get in and out. You never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Just kind of see it. I'm not telling you to become some kind of hermit or some kind of FBI agent. You ain't got to go Mission Impossible, know how many clicks. But just know when you go into places, man, you can do it. Enjoy life. Put yourself in positive situations. Put positive energy out there. They have positive outcomes to you. And just make sure you're careful. And when you're careful, be a little more careful. Be more. you got to be more I yes. love it. Hey, man, thank y'all. You're, you're fantastic. Miss Ashley Gale, the, 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 the. <laughs> Black Persian queen. No, no. Persian first. Persian first. first. Stop playing with me, please. I want Persian. you to be white. Black queen. Who you see with me? Each morning. Well, start a lot of mornings on the morning show. Uh, you already told people you can be found, right? She did that. They ain't do that. This, show. this is a new show. We do so many. Hey, tell people how they can find you. (laughs) Uh, You know, I like to live by that whole theory of gots to be more careful. And I'm going to tell you, don't follow me. Don't follow me. Because I like trailblazing on my own. You see what I'm saying? When you tell people Mm. to follow, then you got to watch what you're doing. Watch how you say it. I'm not free to do it. So just go ahead and leave me be. All right? And you can see me when you see me. How about that? (laughs) It's good seeing you. (laughs) Cletus, how they find you? Um, don't find me. No, please find me because I, I need followers <laughs> and stuff. I'm an entertainer. Y'all can find me on all social media platforms at Cletus Comedy. I'm all about being reckless, man. Forget careful. Live your life. Go out. There. <laughs> Both nipples out. That's uh, rich. That's rich. On, uh, <laughs> on all social media platforms at Cletus Comedy. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of them. You can find me there except for my uh, Instagram where my name, I mean, not my Instagram, except for my Christian Mingo, where my name is Frank Assist will make you murder. <laughs> All right. Okay. Got that one. Got that. Hey, y'all. It's your boy, Michael Kaya. Michael talks to everybody. Topic today. Gets to be more careful. I hope you learned something. If you need to put one thing out that, we happy. If something there that you can use that makes it just a little safer for you to be in your home, then I'm happy for you, man. And if you have to walk down the street, man, don't be frightened. But be aware. Be mm. careful. In fact, you got to be more careful. We love you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. We outy like Kirk Gowdy, and I'm going to catch you on the rebound. See you later. Bye. Whoop, whoop. I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if it's got some time left on it. And my morning show, oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo, five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. 
Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to a Cross Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.